Okay, so it's strange, like to me at the very least, how like this is a recurring theme on 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 this podcast. The fact that different people are getting accustomed to how people have been living their lives consistently their whole lives and it's like people are people are clashing about this and maybe the clash is getting to the point now that i'm seeing it's where people are scared to let go of their preconceived notions of what they expect from people what they expect from life what they expect from their partners what they expect from people like like and obviously if you don't know i'm kind of talking about um pride month and all that goes with it i was literally having a conversation yesterday where somebody was talking to me and they were saying and to say to be fair to this person they were being in they were speaking in jest it was a very light-hearted conversation but they were saying who or who who voted for pride who 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 created this pride thing who allowed for this pride or not allowed but just who voted for this thing and we're going to get into all of that in a second but for now i'd like to welcome you to the currently untitled podcast i am your host bobito aka bobito mosquito aka the funk soul brother aka master b aka styles b aka bmx aka slick rick and you are listening to the 25th episode of the podcast and for the 25th episode i i got us a a, a special guest a a, a, a guest who needs all all the plaudits <laughs> a guest who needs who needs no introduction but here i am introducing <laughs> the one yes, and man. only host <laughs> of the of the start off unknown finish wait how how am i oh finish un, un unforgettable yeah unforgettable how, yes That's right. <laughs> start off unknown. Get it right, nigga. <laughs> start off unknown finish finish off unforgettable and uh this man is somebody who when i started podcasting i used him as a template i could not replicate what he does because we're very two two different people and you'll probably see that in this in this episode very with two different people two different energies but nonetheless i really enjoyed the candid nature of his conversations and that's kind of something that I took into my podcast. So, without further ado, I'd like to welcome you and introduce you all to Mr. Boy to Melo, Boy to Nkonde. How are you doing, sir? This man with all these AKAs, what the hell? Crazy, I, I I can't I can't I can't speak for the streets, but when the streets call when the streets call and they give you names, you 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 have to you have to embrace these names, dog. You have to. Yeah. This nigga said B M A. Yeah, since you took it to the top ways. Speaking of B M A, I still have to listen to the new album, but we'll get into music at, at, at another point in this podcast. How are you doing, sir? I'm alive, dog. You know. <laughs> we have to, we have to, we have to stay alive in order to fulfill, fulfill our purposes. You know what I mean? Is this what the pod? Oh, not the podcast. The pandemic has done to niggas. I'm alive. <laughs> nah, yeah, because it's like 
we we we've we've gone through a year and a bit of like madness not even madness just people getting to know themselves or getting to know the person that they live with getting to know their family dynamics or their situation so it's like if you made it through that ah dog that's that's very true grand, that's very true you at this at the start of the pandemic where had you just moved back from the states or were you were you already settled here at the start of the pandemic the last i kid you not the last thing i did before the pandemic started last year i was coming back from a trip from from san diego and san diego. i had just like gotten back yeah and i just gotten back from san diego landed back in seattle and then literally two days later maybe like a, a day later i know my my roommate just coming back from vacation as well so literally maybe like a day or two after she got back like one lockdown and that was like the last moment of like being outside outside you know what i mean well, yeah yeah and yeah and then after, after that it was straight up like just work from home and it's been like that ever since okay shit okay okay i'm getting it now i'm getting it so you were there for call it if i can guess seven years like, maybe no, no no not the states in general we'll, we'll maybe get to that I'm saying like, yeah. during pandemic you were with this roommate uh that you had been living with for how long? How long had you been living with this roommate for at this time? Uh we a couple months. And the crazy thing is that before we moved in together we were like complete strangers. We met through like a Facebook group chat for like young professionals looking for apartments in Seattle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I thought you were going to say like, or something. <laughs> Nah, dog, it's, it's basically almost like the same thing, dog. Like yeah, complete yeah. strangers or like young people just looking for a place to stay and we're all just like sharing resources. Kind of okay. weird, but it worked out for the best online. So you so you'd broken down for me the kind of um environment uh when we when we kicked it when we kicked it quite a, like maybe call it two months ago or so. Uh you broke yeah. down the environment of of Seattle for me for me can you break it down for my listeners mm-hmm. like what kind of environment that was because i'm hearing like i met a stranger and i moved in with the stranger and i was locked down like alone with the stranger yeah 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 for months and, <laughs> and i'm like dog never in josie that can't be my life do you dog. understand <laughs> yeah do you yeah. understand no way so the not environment happening. is like very it's very gloomy in the sense that like in the winter months it's like gray skies just like subtle rain the whole time people in like their rain jackets it's it's almost like they've gotten used to the fact that it it rains so often in the winter that you don't even necessarily have to sort of like make a fuss about it you know like in Joburg whenever it rains people are just like what the hell yeah people are hacked yeah or or you get two sides of it you get people who are hacked and then you get the farmers like me who are like yo bro we've been waiting in fact bro (laughs) exactly (laughs) dog So for them, it's gone to the point where it's like in the winter, like, ah, Brad, it is rain it is, is like, it's, it's not a reason not to go out and do what you had planned on doing. So if I'm right, if I'm right, and I'm sure I'm right, because I have these miscellaneous facts that just, I mean, as a podcaster, I guess you have to have these miscellaneous facts, but Seattle sure. is where Twilight is based, correct? Correct, correct, yes. yes. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like a so it's like that kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shiny vampires, you know, all, all of it. Do you understand? <laughs> so instead of instead of shiny vampires, you get like uh, vegan hipsters. Yes, yes, yes. So it's a so big, like, it's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's no, like a saying? big city 
a lot of vegan places people enjoy like going on hikes going outdoors like just drinking coffee first thing in the morning like traffic is not too busy but foot traffic is actually busier than like you know people driving cars but even though people have a lot of cars but then it's like a chilled environment like that where you can just leave your apartment on a rainy day go to a coffee shop and then that's your workstation for yeah. the day okay okay so it's it's, it's one of those if, if if I'm getting you right, one of those uh, unlock your or leave your front door unlocked kind of states or kind of yeah times. yeah yeah that will never cease to amaze me. And then then no like gates dog or, or like high walls. Yeah yeah yeah. I remember I had a I had a, a, a when I was in varsity we had a foreign exchange student who kicked it um, with me over the holidays. So he was at he, mm-hmm. we were both staying at UJ at the time. And then during the holidays, he kicked it with me and then he kicked it with another friend of mine for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And he was like, bro, like, y'all, y'all, y'all think you're the president. Every, everybody in the US, oh, in, in South Africa thinks they're the president. Like, y'all have high walls, That's right. electric fence. <laughs> <laughs> like, who are you hiding? That's from? right, dad. <laughs> That's right, doc. Like, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a very weird transition to know that, like, people are, safe to the point where that's not necessarily a factor you know what i mean people who yeah. normally go out to people's doors are like people's neighbors or their friends or family yeah yeah so would you say would you say and this i think this is the this is i think i'm getting better at these these what are they called transitions or what do you whatever you call them but would you say there is a difference like a, a tangible difference between how um people on the on the spectrum of pride would be treated in Seattle um, and people on the on the spectrum would be treated in Joburg 110% okay so So, like yeah yeah. I remember I remember I remember my first pride month in Seattle it was like dog you know when like supporters go to like a stadium and it's like normal it's like part of the culture it's like part of the norm yeah 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 so like they they closed down this one street called uh broadway it's on capitol hill capitol hill is known as like the low-key bougie like central of like where you find like a lot of like hipsters or like gay people or, like just people part of like the lgbtq community yeah yeah and it's like fucking expensive to live there and it's like nice as hell but also just like <laughs> such a i don't know such a free or like such an inclusive part of seattle yeah. so it's like yeah yeah so for me that was like god damn this is this is crazy that it's like normal to this extent where it's like south africa there's like a bit of a tug of war you know 100 100 it's kind of like i i, I kind of find myself um give maybe maybe it's just me but sometimes I find myself that I'm the only one taking a double take, and not, and I'm not normally talk, I'm not talking more so about LGBTQ people, uh, but more yeah. so like in, on my on my side, it'll be interracial relationships. Not to say that mm. I'm looking at them, looking down on them, or looking at them like they're weird, but they still I still take a double take. Like, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like we're probably, or I hope that we're the last generation that still has that base instinct of 
that's not normal. Seeing it as they're thinking of it as entrepreneur, yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So from what I'm gathering, you're saying in Seattle, they kind of have have reached that level of, hey, this is, this is normal. This is normalcy. Yeah, it's like a... Yeah, yeah. It's like a glitch in the matrix, dog. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it feels like. Okay, okay, that's fucking dope, bro. Like, yeah, it's, it's a strange. I was watching, I was watching a YouTube video, um, literally maybe a day or two ago. That, and I feel like I don't know, I don't know if it's you or if not, if it's you, but if it's me. But YouTube has been in its bag of late, bro. Like mm-hmm. maybe it's my algorithm. Mm-hmm. But, this one this one is about a um not transgender um intersex intersexual person um mm-hmm. but like so it was an intersexual person giving their or intersex i don't think it's intersexual yeah intersex person uh giving their their experience as an intersex person and like just talking about it it was with by so first off this shocked me a bit it was with lad vibe mm-hmm. which is like if you think about it, lad vibe yeah. was like like the the banter the guys like the the sports yeah. kind of channel like the one that's normally on the on the on the more edgy side of content um and i guess they handled it extremely well they handled it in the way that you'd expect somebody like let's 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 put the label on somebody like a jock you you how you'd expect yeah. a normal like labeled jock to have a conversation with an intersex person if he was open minded enough and non judgment if both sides were non judgmental enough to allow yeah. the conversation to happen so it was obviously a dude behind the camera asking questions and the intersex um, I want to say man because I think he did he did yes he did eventually identify. Um, as a man he currently identifies as mm-hmm. a man, but he more so identifies as intersex um but he was born and um raised as a woman and it's mm. it's those kinds of conversations and it's and um like just dialogues that i love hearing because rather i hear it then in the privacy of my own room just listening and just like okay so everything that i'm thinking like have you ever heard new information before and it smacks you and you can see or anybody who's watching you hear this can see the shock in your face and it comes sometimes may come sure. as rude like has that ever happened yeah for sure nah for sure <laughs> it is the and it's like thing. the thing is I, I i i have the unfortunate i don't even want, i don't even know what to call it but it's like it's like a a low-key what 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 people would consider a flaw in the sense that like my face can't hide my reaction yes. like yeah. i just <laughs> if i don't like something like i don't like like you can see it even though i can say i like it your eyes like, pop my open. face will <laughs> exactly dog so i just have that unfortunate side I... to me but i'm i, I try my best <laughs> <laughs> that's why I always, I always reason, reason shit in my own head. Like, I try to mm-hmm. at the very least, especially nowadays. Like the 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 climate that we're in, and I, I never, I used to like. There's two ways I see it. There's one way that I'm doing all this reasoning to try. So basically, the reasoning will be, I'll think about something, we'll read something, 
and then i'll try mm-hmm. and come like narrow down what i really think about this and if what i think is politically correct now if it's for not sure, for sure then i have to ask myself why it's not am i wrong and if i'm wrong then why am i wrong and hopefully i get to a point where i understand why i'm wrong and maybe i can change my way of thought if i believe i'm wrong but if i don't i think yeah 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 i'm, yeah, I'm listening i'm listening sorry um i would say if i don't then i might not say what i think because mm-hmm. of the ramifications so i'd rather mm-hmm. just be like i right, let me let me let me play the but the podcast has kind of allowed me to to venture off into the wilderness and allow my <laughs> my more to say things that you wouldn't normally say yeah. 100%, 100%. but you were say you were gonna say i was gonna say that like it's it's interesting that we've had to come to that like narrow pathway of like decision making or just yeah decision making before we say anything in the sense that like not everybody does it but i do it myself yeah. as well where i i talk myself through the conversation before i have the conversation 100 percent, 100 that's so exactly so it, 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 it's a matter of like yeah so it's a matter of like if if you're able to do that and you do it consistently it's it's almost like a skill within itself because once you've processed so many things you're able to share a different side to it compared to like what would be a knee-jerk reaction you know what i mean 100 percent, 100 percent. and also you kind of like what we were talking about in terms of those those gut or knee-jerk reactions that you'll have like when you're sitting there and someone says something and you're like you mm-hmm. are like whoa <laughs> and if you've thought about that situation before your reaction will be far different to that like knee-jerk reaction or you would have re- researched it so for me like i had heard only like in like i'd heard that intersex people exist as yeah. a kid and you can imagine as a kid it was like you're fucking lying to me then no wait <laughs> do. yeah like first it's like no this 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 doesn't compute then they actually do but it's so far from a kid's brain to put it to mind that the the yeah the, the um somebody being born into sex um will live a completely like let alone me not having ever experienced or met somebody like that yeah yeah, but yeah. like that person's life is completely different to anything that uh, anything that i can ever like in, in some ways completely different to anything that i can relate to so me getting to watch this interview with this guy who i've gotta mm-hmm. say bro was extreme like extremely cool bro extremely cool and that was the first one like he was you know when you're watching something you're like i'd fuck with this guy bro like this this me and this dude yeah, yeah, really yeah. be homies like i fuck with this i fuck with how he how he carries himself like he was very candid he was very like he spoke about um he spoke about his his clit slash little dick what the hell <laughs> you see so that's a knee-jerk reaction yeah it's crazy yeah <laughs> because you yeah, didn't get to see that's it that's interesting i thought and these the, you know how they clip these videos bro so they clipped it um wait i'm gonna i'm actually no nah, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be able to get it but i'll send you i'll send you the link and i'll put it in the in the bio yeah please do the video 
So they started it off with him saying that, like, oh, like, if I meet a girl, like, that was the first clip, like, oh, if I meet a girl, or I would, like, come out and just tell them, like, up front, like, yo, I got a small dick, or, oh, I got a really small, like, he accentuated, like, I've got a really small dick, uh, and then, and then I was like, okay, so, then this, that, that's how they started the conversation, then later on, he started speaking about it, and if you think about it, it kind of makes sense, but... It got it got my brain spinning. It's like, okay, it's really small dick. Yeah, so they were priming you. It's kind of yeah. it's kind of pretty much the same thing because if you think about it, the clit is the pleasure, like the pleasure organ. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of the ple- women derive most of their pleasure from clit stimulation, and males mm-hmm. derive most of our pleasure from what do they call phallus? Yeah, phallus, pen- penis stimulation. So. You kind of, I don't know if he ever got a scientific diagnosis of which it actually is, but I kind of like mm-hmm. that he keeps it ambiguous. It's pretty cool, like to me. It's yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, because it's just <laughs> up in the air. Then it's it's like, yeah, I got a really small dick or, 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 or really it. big clit. What do you mean by that? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting, though. And very... the fact that yeah, it's 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 at a point where it's it's more conversational. It just normalizes like people's experiences as well exactly within a 15 minute conversation i think it was um i had already gotten to a point where i was like oh shit this is normal and he's made it normal and yeah probably a thousand millions of people who are living a similar experience um and now at least if i meet one i'm not caught off guard by their experience as a human being like as we all know like that's true yeah experiences like I was recently watching this guy. You might know about him. I, I think he must have been a a phenomenon. I've only seen pictures of him in memes, but I finally watched a video about him. Big Ed. Big Ed. So he's like that Sounds fat familiar. guy. Who's the, wait? I'll show you a picture. Uh, um, give me. So he's like that fat guy. Who, and not to say that him being fat oh yes he's on 90 day marriage thing yes yes that guy that guy <laughs> <laughs> I know that <laughs> that man is ridiculous I bro. know that man that man is ridiculous I don't know why, why he came to mind but that man is just a ridiculous oh yes he, he came to mind because I was thinking about the male like i was watching a video where he got a male order bride or not even a male order bride let me not even be that rude because that's not what this woman was she was a full like human being not that male order brides aren't but she was like a a person who met somebody on the internet which people can do they're allowed to yeah, yeah, you yeah. met your roommate on the internet <laughs> yeah. you've exactly. slumped into this into this category of people who meet people and actually build relationships off the internet yours was a what's his name platonic relationship but to me that is one of the scariest things in the world don't be scared Doug. <laughs> there's so there's so much on the other side of fear it's, it's insane that's that's very true but also i feel like there has to be a reason that like you ever you ever heard women say um why should i not be allowed to run in the street and wear whatever i want i'm going to run in the street and wear whatever i want now mm-hmm. there's two ways that i look at that one way you're 100 percent correct 
I can't fault you your logic. You should be able to wear whatever you want. For sure. However, in the world that we live in, knowing the risks that come with it, I'm not saying that the risks are your fault. They're not at all. Men should be able to protect their own, to control their urges. You shouldn't be at risk. But mm-hmm. if we're being honest, you are. We're not yet at a place. It's like uh, in the States. Like, I don't know. Let's, let's not even say right now. Let's say in the States in, ni- in the 1980s. We could even say right now, I'm sure. But I haven't lived the experience, so I can't say. The 1980s, um, Alabama black guy walking down the street with his white girlfriend he should be able to but ah dog the consequences yeah you get what yeah, I mean yeah in, 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 in South Africa yeah that, that's a that's a truth like the, yeah it like might be having, having, having li- yeah, yeah, having lived in like a, a completely different society or like different environments and seeing like students or just like women being able to walk around at like 2, 3 in the morning with no sense of fear it's it's very interesting Doug and you see that that shouldn't be a a thing because if we're all reasonable beings we should be able to like you said not act on some sense of like and it's all based on entitlement when it comes to like men's reaction when it comes to so like just being in an environment where I'm walking with my friends like in the streets at like 2-3 in the morning and there's no fear there's no sense of you know something's about to happen to me because even as a gent go walk in town at like two three in the morning you will even yeah. be like oh, yeah <laughs> i can't i'm gonna get gone right now <laughs> even gents are just like yes there's no way stuck yeah and imagine yeah. we only feel that in certain situations but like living through that on a daily basis it's also just like you are it like, must be tiring bro with, like Where's the P stuck? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then my thing is, like, I don't even. I was telling, I was, I was talking to a boy of mine, just like in the sense of dating, bro, and how I'm kind of, mm-hmm. I'm kind of, I'm kind of in limbo at this moment, bro. Like, I don't know, I don't know how to how to get my 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 love life back into action because, yeah, I'm very very much at a crossroads in the sense of, like, when I was dating, like actively dating a few years back. Uh, wow, it even feels like just bad. Like, <laughs> back in my day, <laughs> like wow, bro, I've been out of action for years. Like we can, it's almost hey, years. Now. It's almost years now, bro. Wow. That's anyway, crazy. That's that is crazy, bro. That is crazy. Anyway, anyway, so um, I was I was like out just playing a numbers game, basically. Like, mm-hmm. I talk to this girl. If nothing happened, I move to the next one. Next one, next one, next one, next one, whatever. Just moving in that way. And I feel like currently that obviously, and also just with maturity, that wouldn't be the way I'd approach it now. But at the same yeah. time, you ever get, you ever hear like men like, oh, bro, I don't even know what to say to women. They get annoyed and they get like, uh, fed up or they get like her, like they feel like they're getting harassed and I just said hello or whatever yeah and if you flip it my boy these women live on a day to day 24 hours feeling like they could be harassed I might be on edge too you understand like, yeah I might be I might be like you just rock up and say hello and in your eyes I can see you undressing me I might also be a bit annoyed and maybe 
you are addressing me but you have all the politeness and you actually you know what i mean like nonetheless you yeah. we, we men we we have we can't we can't even hide how we see certain women like and i'm mm-hmm. not saying certain women like just because you are attractive that happens to you or that that you it's allowed to happen to you like people are allowed to look at you and think and sexualize you but nonetheless we've yeah. grown up in a in a culture in the terms of tv read uh novels um like just the world in how it's that reinforces that behavior exactly yeah. exactly so as much as we can try and better our behavior for future generations and for ourselves like let it be known that we want to be better people as well <laughs> we may at times like you get there and you say what up and in your eyes everything that you're trying to hold back is just peeking through and that girl loses her shit and you can't even be hacked so yeah man i think i think it's an interesting interesting dichotomy i that's what i was saying i feel like the best the best kind of dating for me at, at least at this point until i find my feet is um through mutual friends that kind of thing like let's take away the awkwardness of me proving to us like just trying to get past that i'm not a creep <laughs> kind of yeah yeah like i think about that a lot when i think about like my niece and nephew they're like 13 and 10 and it's like yeah yeah they're they're a part of a generation where a lot of their friends are like, like people who they met through social media i'm not saying we didn't necessarily go through that but for them it's like at a heightened point 100% they grew where up really with the internet where it's like exactly so i just hope that there's a bit of authenticity that comes with that because you know you get a lot of people that are friends with other people just because they look good on the gram or because of like that transactional part of the friendship or relationship and it, it it always i don't know without that authenticity it doesn't end well i don't think i was necessarily heard of a situation where it always like you know ended up well there's always like some little bit of drama that comes with it because it's like if the context in which that we want to become friend, friends is based off of like the i can do this for you and you can do this for me as soon as that's gone there's like nothing left done. 100% i was actually talking to um so uh you almost exposed who, who i was talking to uh, <laughs> <laughs> and this podcast thing thing keeps you on your toes hey i was talking to a friend and um she was saying how so this friend is a few years younger than me call it 21 20 years old and she was saying how a lot of her friends or pretty much all of her friends or friends she's met on that gram and me and my and my other friend dude who's around my age could not understand this for the life of us we were like what what do you mean like your friends yeah are on the gram like you met your friends like explain that to me a little bit no we liked each other's photos and we like we like we still we saw we saw we followed the same kind of people and we dm'd each other and we became friends and i was like i get that you get friends like that you get friends like that like yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know and you fuck with and some of those friendships end up like solid friendships like you meet them oh shit yeah ah oh, what up man yeah 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 and it actually ends up being a solid friendship but yeah i can't imagine the majority of my friends being like that 
But I guess yeah, that'd be wild. I won't even like that would be insane to me, man. But I guess they live like think of it like most of our friendship. Yeah, our friendships right now were based in like in-person experiences. Even if exactly. it's just chance that happen to be sitting at a table next to you at a restaurant, then it's just like, ah, oh, what's up, dog? Like then you become yeah, friends. Hundred yeah. percent. Like I even feel awkward following somebody that I've never met. Like unless their content yeah, is dope yeah. as hell like oh shit i'm gonna follow this person because their content is dope as hell whatever but like just following someone that you've never met or when you're having like a dm conversation with somebody especially when you have a podcast because you'll have a conversation about something that you've spoken about that's personal to you in the dm yeah somebody that you haven't met and it's like yo Yo. It's kind of weird, Doug. <laughs> My nigga. It's weird as hell. I've done some interesting DMs where it's like, there are people asking me like if I can like read their book and then like do an episode on it. So people like asking me to review their music and it's just like, damn, like this is this is crazy. Or people like ask me about like business advice. I'm just like, like yeah, like yeah, it 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 it. it expands your ability to like interact with people people that you'll you'd probably never even meet but now it's just they have that access to getting a response from you i think it's fun i think at least at this stage where um it's not overwhelming like there's it's 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 almost like you have like normal like you know when you post something that's really funny or really cool and you get a lot of Mm -hmm. like people who you don't know interacting with it and you just start speaking to them but now it's a lower number of people at least for me it's a lower number of people but the interactions are way more intimate like you really start talking about real shit like from this interaction Mm -hmm. i can imagine people um actually yeah that's a great place and i'm gonna fly off like like we're, we're just we're just bypassing somewhere else this just let me, <laughs> yeah. let, me, let me take this train down this road so yeah on this on this lgbtqi spectrum whereas on one side of the spectrum i'm just trying to make yeah on one side of the spectrum you have um heterosexual and on the other yeah. side of the spectrum you have homosexual and then you mm-hmm. have all everything else between the spectrum. So now, in the spectrum, it's not a straight line. Obviously, you get people scatter points, if you can call them that, um, being asexual. Yeah, asexual mm-hmm. I think would be one of the only scatter points I can think of, um, where you completely don't fit on the spectrum at all. But where would you where would you say um, the average person? amount of people you know fit onto the spectrum you don't have to say names or anything uh but do you feel like the average person has the emotional um emotional maturity to believe that they are not at one point or the other point of the spectrum and that they may fit somewhere on the spectrum i think for a lot of my close friends they're well informed to know where they are whether it's like pansexual bisexual breakdown pansexual but it's also like hey, what did they say in Zulu? <laughs> so they, they, they're good for whatever just as long as it makes sense <laughs> literally dog. i never want the like... i never want the english definition again dog i don't want the english definition uh, i don't want it. <laughs> 
and it's like I I I have I, I have friends who identify as that, and it's like interesting to see how they interact with people because based on that spectrum can also determine your social capacity to interact with like many different people. So it's like for me, I can I can interact with like various people based on me not necessarily wanting to prove a points, but just to listen. Yes, yes, yes. And so it it, it makes it makes me more. I don't know, more calm in the sense of like how I react to unfamiliar territory or just even forming like a normal friendship in a not so normal environment. You know what I mean? Like, like for instance, let's say just based off of, let's say my immediate close friends, you wouldn't think that I'm necessarily friends with like gay people like or like gay guys, for instance. Yeah, yeah. But it's so... also like, I'm... I'm I'm not necessarily sort of like somebody who gives off of like okay I'm 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 relaxed I'm not necessarily too stuck up about how things happen but it's also like friendships are friendships you know what I mean it doesn't matter where you fall on that spectrum but it's a matter of like can I talk to you as a person and that's all that matters to me so it's like when that happens for some of my friends it's always just like oh I don't know like. I didn't know that you were like cool. Like I'm just like dog. Like a person's a person, dog, regardless yeah, of how they identify. But that's the thing, though. That's the thing. Like uh, I feel like a lot of people, and I went through. I went through something similar because um, I was I was experimenting um, with 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 with. I'd always grown up as a heterosexual man. That's how I knew. Mm-hmm. But I'd always had like thoughts, like well, or let let me put it this way. A movie would come on or some I'd see something in a group setting. And people mm-hmm. as I was talking about earlier, people would be like, yo, yeah, that's gay or whatever. Now I wouldn't mm-hmm. have the same innate in reaction in myself. Like in myself I'd be like, Yeah, hmm, why am I not reacting like these niggas? So now you're like, Yeah, 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 uh, yo, yo, yeah, yeah. But in yourself, you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So ev- eventually, that actually becomes like a default, or maybe maybe not a default, but it becomes like how you how you perceive the world. Uh, but you always, obviously, you're not being completely true to yourself. But now, yeah, before I knew of a spectrum, it's like, hold on, but I I am extremely attracted to women. That is like by far my primary attraction. However, I yeah. am also attracted to men. And then that's as far as I thought at this time. And I had friends who at this point, I, I didn't think, I didn't know if I could speak to them about this. Most of my friends, there was, so you go through life and you have different groups of friends, consistently mm-hmm. these friends, those friends, and you hear things just like I'm sure you remember or you, you have. You've been with friends like, and somebody will say something racist i'm not talking about subtle racism i'm talking about proper racism but you're in a setting of friends who nobody says anything about it i'm talking about when we were younger like now right now at this yeah, age, yeah yeah at my big age i probably wouldn't wild out about it but i definitely would know where i stand with this nigga and these these people like i wouldn't go crazy uh, for me somebody's people. catching hands i won't even like <laughs> <laughs> Outside, 
I would lie to you. I would lie to you. I don't have it in me anymore, bro. I don't, I, I don't think I ever had it in me, bro. I think actually I did. Yeah. Like, before my violence would be verbal. Like, I remember one girl in high school, um, and I never actually found out if this was true or not, but um, she was being racist to this list. So she was an older girl, like maybe I was at the time 16, and this girl was 18. Mm-hmm. And I just finished rugby practice and I'm walking up. I was 17, actually. I was 17. And I'm walking up to the to the main gate and um, I hear, like, uh, another kid, like, um, this, like, grade 8 kid comes up to me. He's like, Bobo, Bobo, this girl's being mean and racist to a little grade 8 girl. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, but at the same time, I'm finished rugby, so I'm, like, tired. So I'm not in a hurry. And I, yeah. I'm walking to the direction where this supposed racism happened. So I get there and people are like, uh, <laughs> that's kind of a funny, that's a funny image to paint you walking towards racism. <laughs> <laughs> like I am, I am the officer. Like, sorry, like what, what's going on here? Can I see some license? <laughs> you got to prove to me that you're not racist. You have to, but that's, that's kind of exactly. how I took it. I got there. And I was like, yo, so like, what's like, what's, what's going on here, bro? And I don't know why I was the authority. Let me, let me break that down as well. Yeah. Just cause I, I spoke a lot. So I, I created myself as the authority, but I didn't even take her, her opinion into mind. And I just started making her feel horrible about being a racist, not knowing if she was a racist or not. And I actually apologize for this. I saw this girl, uh, a year or two ago, probably a year ago. And I saw her and I just went up to her and I was like, yo, I don't know if you remember me. I don't remember your name, but I do remember me doing this to you. And I never knew if you were racist or not. So I just want to apologize. I I was kind of hoping, like like innate inside of me, I was hoping she said like "fuck off, Kaffa." Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but she like yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would have been I would have been vindicated, but now nah, she was like, "Thank you so much." Like I actually remember that day, and I'm glad you saw that. Like. You, you probably didn't have all the facts And I was like yeah I really did it And from now like I think I, I went through a stage Where after I learned so much about myself I'm at a stage where like I'm, I, I'd like to know more So if you're like flat out racist Like you're not trying to talk to me then As far as my, 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 my Interaction goes with you Is that far like you don't want anything to do with mm. me I'm not trying to fight to have Something to do with you all good but if you you're racist and you're willing to have a dialogue with me, hey bro, let's let's chop it up, bro. Why don't you like niggas? Like, just break it down for me. Like, if you're willing to have that, we don't yeah. have to go on to be the best of friends to have a uh, com- like recurring dialogues. Well, maybe it would be great to just learn, bro. Like, just as we were talking about like intersex Actually, people, asexual I've, people. I... You know what I mean? Yeah, I have I have an interesting story and. Yeah it's something it's something that happened like last year so this was a guy that i went to university with on the same track team yada 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 and um last year when they were like the big uproars when it comes to like black lives matter and stuff like that um i posted that like you know it's 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 actually tough being like black in america obviously my experience is very different but just based on the environment and sort of like the variables that go into that environment. Like you you can have an experience without actually knowing that it's an experience that you're having. Just based on like 
if you're not informed about let's say microaggressions or all those kinds of things then it's very easy for you to let them pass by because you don't necessarily recognize them as a, a I don't I don't even want to call it a threat but as like a a microaggression a bad thing a great, that that may be happening word. to you yeah 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 like do not even realize yeah, that so, you're being marginalized exactly so in that sense um i i posted that on my instagram story and then he was like what do you mean we went to school together we've had the same opportunities da, 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 da. then i'm just like well you're forgetting that people in a car accident can have two different experiences of the exact same accident even though they're sitting right next to each other so i've i've i've, I've literally been in that kind of literal experience where that's what's happened like i was in a car accident and we had completely different experiences so he was just like he was expecting a a different response based on people not necessarily wanting to engage with him in this tough conversation just because people's immediate reaction is i shouldn't have to explain myself to a white person but I in this instance I, i i was just like dog it's not even a fight but it's a matter of like this is somebody that i know personally and somebody that i've had experiences with and there was never a moment moments where they made me feel some kind of way so there's like a miscommunication that's happened probably from what they see in the news and how they perceive that and how it's reflected in sort of like the immediate circle so yes. if you're a kid who's who's not necessarily racist but you grew up in a racist household you'll have certain behaviors that result in you becoming a racist even though you don't necessarily know how you picked up on those behaviors or habits 100% 100% so for so for him it, it was a matter of like how can you say this after like all the cool things that we've managed to do and that but it was just like dog you're forgetting that this is not about you exactly exactly but that's the thing that's the thing as you've said these these behaviors become a part of you and remember your ego mm-hmm. is there to protect the version of you that you see as yourself so any anybody mm-hmm. who attacks personality traits that you have or behaviors that you have is innately attacking you in your mind and your ego yeah. will not differentiate between certain parts of you that you picked up from other people and you it's protecting the whole so it's like yo this guy is calling me a racist whereas yo yeah hey, that you got racist tendencies like i saw some funny shit on youtube i think it was i think it was um i don't know if it was youtube or or, or a, a tv show but it was like did i do like some white girl said something and then she looked at her black friend and she's like did i do a racism <laughs> <laughs> oh damn it i did another one oh, actually my bad, my bad. you know you know you know it's funny yeah that reminds me of a tiktok that i saw the other day you know how people now on tiktok are doing the whole uh sheesh thing no i haven't i don't have TikTok. Go, I, I i've heard i've heard that noise like sheesh, yeah so, so they pointed yeah. like the 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 part that's in between your elbow and your arm and they go sheesh yeah and yeah. This, this i saw a video where this this white girl goes up to a black roommate she was like what does this mean and she's just asking innocent like innocently yeah, and the yeah. black girl's like uh it means i hate black people and the look on her face <laughs> like, <laughs> she's just like damn like I'm even trying to be racist and I'm being yeah. racist and she's like no I'm just playing and then she was just like yes I almost died dog because you know, I thought you can't be caught slipping these days <laughs> you really can't bro I was thinking 
I don't know if you saw this, bruh. We're gonna try not to. I'm gonna try and break it down. The last time I did this, I fucked up, and it was very ob- obvious <laughs> who I was talking about. But I'm gonna try and break this down in a way that you, if you know, you'll remember. If you saw this, you'll remember. If not, then I can break it down in a way that you won't remember. But anyway, so there were two dudes, black guy and a white guy, during I mm-hmm. I don't know if it was the Fees Must Fall protest or it was maybe either a year or two ago but do you remember when there was a guy i don't even want to say the school because people who know us will know the school but there's a school that i'm talking about and there was a guy who posted about all these boys schools and their racist undertones and there was a comment Mm. on this post where one of Mm. our I remember you back. <laughs> hey yo, I, I I remember that shit. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try and break it to thank you. So as long as you're on the same page as me, I'm gonna break it down in a much broader yeah. way for everybody else. So basically that shit was crazy, but yeah. That shit was crazy. There was a fallout afterwards, bruh. A proper fallout, like a proper one. Like this dude lost his job and like it was deep. Really? It was deep, bro. It was deep. So yeah, fuck that nigga. God damn. <laughs> nah, nah, I, nah, I, that was, that was, that was madness. Have you seen? Have you ever seen like madness? That no, was that was madness. that was that was that was madness. I would lie to you. I would lie to you. I just, for me personally, like I was madness, dog. It was madness. I remember. I remember. Fuck, and it's so hard to not say this man's name because I know he'd be de- like the man who who was attacked. It would it, he would be down. He would be down for his name. Like he would be down for the story. Nah, he told. <laughs> you would just say say less. <laughs> but shame, shame. I, and that's the thing. That's the thing. As black people, sometimes we have a lot of compassion for people who perhaps we may not. But I feel like. If he had learned from his lesson or from the like he he the punishment has been paid. He lost his job and but yeah, anyway, so what he did, what what happened here was somebody was posting about a black guy was posting about the 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 the, the, the racist undertones at, at at all boy boarding schools. And um, a bunch of black people who went to these schools like different schools that was the thing this thing took on a life of its own people from that other school that people from the school down the road people from that other place people all over the country at boys schools black people colored people indian people muslim people um like like even jewish people would come out and everyone was coming out and, and giving their experience and other white people were coming out and saying yo man i saw that I saw that and it's fucked up that I did. And they were, hey. And there were yeah, like some, some people, yeah. like, and it was like my dog. And there were some people who even brought back stories, bro, which meant you know, like that man, you, you remembered. Like he'd be like, bro, do you bro, remember? And first off, people, Jesus, people were apologizing in the comment section, bro, and apologizing to people, dog. So now we yeah. come back to our boy. <laughs> So our boy was in the comments, uh, and all he was doing was calling out uh, white people who had performed racisms to him. So he, he was just <laughs> yeah, he was. <laughs> he was just mentioning. He was like it's on site. 
Yo, he, he chose violence that day. That day he chose violence. Yeah, for sure. Like, I'd see a nice comment like where a, a, a black dude and a white dude like spoke about their, their experience or whatever. Then I'd see this comment. Hey, this and this person. Remember when you did this and this racism to me? Like in yes. Like, yo. And that's the thing. That was madness, son. But then eventually somebody and he the thing is this guy wasn't even called out bruh he just decided to engender himself this white dude and he was like oh poor little what what guy poor little black boy rich little black boy who never had to worry about anything i'm sure racism had such a big impact on your life and what what and what what and he just kept going in like you fucking like ah this Mm -hmm. this and i think he may have dropped i can't remember but i think he may have dropped uh kaffa i think i'm thinking may have flown out there i can't remember but there's something along like, those lines something along, like it got it got aggressive so i got a backstory to this because eventually because you know when you see this nigga and you're like i know this guy i know this man yeah, nigga, you, you gotta behind the scenes i'm like oh sh-. like what's what's going on here like i know this man but Damn, do I know this man? If this is how he's behaving? Yeah. But I, I will say, I will say that the person who we were talking about, the black dude, I, that day he chose to be an antagonist. He chose nah, 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 to nah, be nah, an antagonist. Nah, they, they assault him. I won't even lie. <laughs> like, because the, the setting was just based on truth and reconciliation. Yes, and he was but... not... He was... <laughs> He was just like, nah, fuck y'all, nigga. I'm not about that. I'm about to tell y'all what happened. And probably most of what he said was true. And it's I, like, I don't know him to be a liar. Some people made. That's the, that's the worst part, though. He, he's like, I was spoken, and most of the time it's the truth. 100%. So, how I got a backstory to this was uh, first off, uh, this man was calling for this other the, the black dude was calling for the white dude to be taken to the human rights commission that's how it first escalated he was like nah he started screenshotting and he was like this need this dude needs to go to the human rights commission because what he's doing is an affront to my human rights that's where i was like okay shit this guy's being dead serious about this shit later yes. on this dude loses his job whatever and then that's the last i hear of it for a while fast forward a few years maybe a year or two and i'm kicking it with one of this white dudes so i knew him but i didn't know him that well like well Mm -hmm. well i've been to his crib but you know one of those days where you you rolling with the squad you're going somewhere you're picking up somebody he was the dude we're picking up we're going we're going out it was during the 2014 world cup no yes 2014 world cup we picked him up at his crib we went to a rooftop party um, while we were at his crib, we were playing FIFA while he was getting ready. And as I was saying, I saw no racism. Cool. Mm. We get there, whatever, cool. Now, the dude who we were with that day, who's more of a boy to me, like he's he's really like a friend. I know this nigga properly. I catch him out one day. And I'm like, my nigga, you gotta break this down for me. Because you know this bra properly. So is he racist? Or was it a racist? Work one. Work yeah. one. Like, you break this down for me. And I, I'm sure I'll put him in the hot seat as well. Because now you got to say that his white boy who showed all... Uh, this guy's white as well. You got to sh- you gotta say that his white boy who 
He either has to throw his white boy under the bus and say, nah, that guy's racist. Ah, bro, I don't fuck with that nigga anymore. Or he says, no, he did a lot of racisms, but he's not actually racist. Thereby putting himself on the line. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, so this guy, I, I'm not going to lie to you, dog. Like, you so, have you seen... Have you seen the Pacquiao Mayweather fight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, that man was Mayweather, dog. I was swinging at him like, nah, dog. But he said this, and he's like, nah, but nah, but like he was he was ducking and and dipping, dipping all my shots yeah. in the slickest way. So what he how he broke it down to me was they were all in a group chat, all of them, including the black guy. They were all like a yeah. great group chat, like all the brothers from the same grade were in the same group chat. And that's always a mistake, but yeah, <laughs> that's how that shit with the Adam Catavillos guy happened. Where he was like, Look at, do you remember the dude? Where he was like, On Greece, on the, yeah, on yeah, the beach yeah, in Greece, like, Oh, look at this beautiful Greek uh, beach, not a cafe inside. That's how that shit happened. That's how that shit really? happened. That's how it happens when niggas are in WhatsApp. That's groups. why I'm not part of group chats, bro. <laughs> nah, you can be part of group chats. I don't chats. want it. You just can't have the leaks, bro. Any group chat that's more than more than I'll even say ten people. Any group chat that's more than ten people, there's a leak there, bro. You can't get rogue, rogue. You gotta there's have a your rat. group chat. There's a rat somewhere, bro. That guy was ratted out because he sent that video thinking that he's with the homies, and somebody wasn't the homie. <laughs> somebody was like, "Nah, I got this nigga." But anyway, so they were in a group chat, and they were all. So this guy was telling me, like, they were telling him, like, bro, like. And it, I, I won't lie, it lifted a lid on some of the conversations that I'm sure white people have, and especially the smart ones. Because what he mm. was saying was, whether you are racist or not, whether what you believe in or what you said or what you wanted to say, what you felt was racist or not, you got to have the self-awareness or the awareness of the space that you're in, the environment that you're in, not to For say sure. that shit. That's, that's what they were all preaching to him. Which, to me, I won't say I was pleased with it, but I respected it. Like, hey, man, <laughs> don't be racist in public. Like, I'd prefer it. I'd like your racism in public. But that's only so that we can get you the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, if yeah. you're smart enough not to put your racism on front street, I gotta respect it. Because I gotta find another way to get it out of you. We gotta figure out how yeah, we get the race. He, he just went straight for it, dog. Yo, he went in, bro. He went all the way in. It was insane. It was insane. I wonder what he's doing now. I think I saw him out one day. God damn. I think I saw him out one day, but I didn't speak to him. But he looked like he was all good. I mean, that's the thing, bro. Like, do these people who get cancelled, do they disappear from life? What's his name, bro? Kevin Spacey's releasing a movie. Did you see I saw that he's back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see what he's playing in the movie? I no, I didn't see what he's playing. <laughs> what do you think he's playing? What do you think his role is in this movie? What do you think his role might be? What would be the most unreasonable thing for his role to be in this movie? Like a powerful white man who has the ability to just manipulate people. That's second most. That's second most. The most, I, the most, the that most. That was a dirty man, also. Yes, very dirty man. The most uh, egregious role that he could take was the role of a sex offender. 
he's starring in a pedophilia doc- drama. Not a documentary, a drama. Hey yo, what the <laughs> what the hell? That's crazy, dog. That that, that is, is like extreme. Bruh, that that is like Michael Jackson. Oh, not Michael Jackson. I kill you calling himself the Pied Piper. Like it's on that <laughs> level of dog. Yeah, I I really don't give a shit. And the fun, and that's the your fuck comeback, the nigga. Bruh, that's his comeback. Like he's been fighting for a comeback all these years that it happened. That's the crazy thing, bro. I didn't realize it had been years since this guy got cancelled. But he, yeah, he's back. It and has. he's back with the pedophilia movie. It's madness, bro. That's damn, madness. Kevin. God damn. There was something we were speaking about earlier that'll lead us into we were speaking about music. Something about music. Something I said something like music. Oh yes, oh yes, oh, yes. I was saying I haven't listened to the new DMX album, bruh. I don't think I'm gonna listen to it anytime soon because I'm scared. I haven't either. I'm scared of. I'm always scared of posthumous releases, bruh. Unlike posthumous releases. Yeah, the, those those are kind of weird. I won't even lie to you. I haven't heard. I haven't heard Pop Smoke's album yet. I listened to that. That shit was fire. Dude. Was it fire? Okay. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I gave it I gave it a bit of time to breathe but at the same time you know once TikTok gets hold of an album or a song or whatever that's when I really pull back I'm like I like I'll see y'all yeah. in the year or something but I would like um what's her name I think Doja Cat really do, Brad do you fuck with Doja Cat like her music that's also like a tricky one you know <laughs> she said what she said when she said it <laughs> And it's like, God damn. I, what did I she don't say? Know, what did she say? What did she say? She said what she said when she said it. <laughs> <laughs> you, know what, you know what I'm saying, man. <laughs> what I remember, what I remember, and I'm going to put this because what's her name? Um, uh, Bonang has me on, 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 on protect mode in terms of what I say. Has me on alert, high alert in terms of what I say on this podcast with my platform, with my small platform, because she'll, she'll like these people are now hitting people with 500k lawsuits. So I'm gonna phrase this in the best way that I can see. But what I alleged, what allegedly happened that I know is that she was on some, some group chat, group video chat kind of thing, and she was twerking. And there were niggas in the group chat. Oh, not niggas. There were white dudes in the group chat. Or the video chat. Saying, yeah, twerk, mm-hmm. nigga. Twerk. Yeah, shake that nigga ass. <laughs> that's madness. That's that's what I heard. And she was she was there twerking. And these guys were, were white. Like, so basically what they were saying was that she was twerking for racists. Now, her comeback to say, the, to say against this was like no she couldn't get the racist out she was busy twerking so she was waiting for other people to report the racist so the racist could get out but she was doing her Man, thing shut the the fuck up. yeah 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 but if we're talking just the music myself i'm lying yeah, bro. she's a, a guilty sudden. pleasure she's a guilty pleasure for sure and that's why i feel guilty I enjoy that little bit of bro. evil dog. That, that that silhouette challenge, you know, dog. Hey, these things, man. 
don't even get me He's... started with that thing, bro. Ah, nobody, nobody, nobody's, nobody has a better comeback than somebody's just committed a crime, dog. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's that's the crazy part. Dog. Yes. I hadn't heard August Alcina's name for so long, and then you the understand? whole drama happened, and he came out with that. But it wasn't even a banger. It, you know, I was actually disappointed with that song. Like he should have had a better comeback song. Entanglements. Entanglements. Rick Ross was not supposed <sighs> to be on that song. Rick Ross was <sighs> not supposed to be on that song. An but opportunity, my man. We are at the point. My favorite part of the podcast. Where we are, where we we get into the project of the week. So, boy, do what's your what what's the verdict, yeah? What's the verdict? What's our project for the week? Uh, it's what's what's this girl's name? Ah, I'm forgetting her name. Like, Sinead Har Harnett. Oh, I'm taking your called... word for it. I've seen the name and I've heard some music by her. Yeah, I've heard this project of you sent it to me. But I'm taking your word on the pronunciation. I think you might be wrong. But anyway. <laughs> but but the name of the project is called Ready is Always Too Late. And it's it's madness, though. So it came out, if I'm right, 21st of May, 2021. Mm-hmm. Which is such a clean date. Like, you ever take notice of some shit like that? Like, 21, That's 25, right. 20, uh, uh, 21. Uh, wow. Anyway. Uh, but the album itself, I found... So you sent it to me and I listened to it on my run today. And I wouldn't lie, my time wasn't great, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> it was not a run. It was not, a, it was not an album for the hype. <laughs> That, that's a soothing album my oh, boy. it was incredible it was incredible i really enjoyed my run it was nice and cold as well and you know like some some of the songs like where 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 she felt like she was done dirty or she felt like like it was cold mm. it was cold in the streets uh the shivers the shivers were a bit a bit more dog right? <laughs> like they they hit my bones <laughs> yeah <laughs> It was really, it was really on my side. It was an incredible song. What was your favorite? What were your favorite songs on the on the track on the album? Let's go track, track number track number one. Okay, that's it. A great tone. Number that's one. it. A great tone. It's yeah. setting up for the album for sure, for sure. Track number one. That that is ready. Ready is 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 too late. Ready is always too late. That's the track's name, right? Yeah. Ready is always too late. Yeah. yeah. And then, what that one, uh, number five, anymore featuring Lucky Day, and then oh, yes. number nine, sticking, featuring Masego, Masego and Vanches. Ah, 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 ah. That's not how you pronounce it. Don't be that guy. <laughs> that guy's went to South Africa enough to pronounce it like that, bro. Nah, dog. He's Masego. He's Masego. <laughs> Even Chris Brown's not Chris Brown anymore. What's Chris Brown's name? What's Can't come Brown's to SA so often. <laughs> Chris Brown was a generation. Chris Brown's a type of right now, dog. Like, <laughs> that that nigga was with Katie, with dog. Ah, uh, that only legends know, dog. Katie, only legends know. Oh. Bruh, do you remember the the scene on Generations with Katie and Samuel L. Jackson? My boy, Bruh. Samuel Jackson said, let go of the bottle. She was like, who are you? Hey, dog, no ways, No ways. Oh, bro. 
I'll cut you a now, piece, Fundi bro. Vuta was in his bag. He was in his bag, frankly. <laughs> no way. Bro. I still, I what? won't lie to you, bro. Generations lost me after that cast left. They lost me completely. For sure. That cast had me, bro. Like, they had, they had me. Like, you know, you know, like, I didn't watch religiously, but I always knew what was going on. Like, SA's favorite exactly. couple. Um, what, what, what was his name? What were their names? Um, uh, the two gay guys. Um, oh, Jason and Jason and Senzo. Senzo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I posted about that on my story like a couple of weeks ago. I was like, these guys shook up South Africa. Yes, I did. It was you that posted. It was you. <laughs> <laughs> they shook it. Up. You remember when 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 Spoo? It was his name was Spoo, right? Uh, Senzo's dad. Spoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spoo. Remember when he fucked them up after you caught them fucking? And they, and for like the next week, they had like bandages. And- <laughs> <laughs> Doug, the most the, before memes were memes. Remember there was that uh, meme video the when they were like Senzo, Jason, <laughs> Nathan, and it was like a black guy with fucked up teeth, and then Alfred was just like you, and that was yes, that was memes before oh. memes. Oh my god! Oh, no oh but. Honestly, this has been incredible, dog. We've been meaning to do this since I started my podcast. I'm very grateful that as soon as I asked you, you were ready. You were set up. You actually did more production on this podcast than me. You kept following up with me, making sure that I was doing. Yeah, I was like, hey, dig <laughs> I'm horrible at this job, bro. We would have recorded at like seven if if you didn't say shit, bro. <laughs> nah, legit, legit. But honestly, honestly, I appreciate you. You also helped me getting my my shit on on these on these platforms. Um, I was a SoundCloud partner until until I saw until I listened to your part and heard the 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 the, the gateways, the the through balls. So I really do appreciate you. I hope. You continue doing what you're doing in all spheres like we don't we don't we don't we normally like in person we'll talk about your um your own like aside from your podcasting you know like the the professional side but i try not to to bring that to the podcast because this podcast is reckless so we don't want to lose bags for niggas as hell <laughs> as hell <laughs> so we won't talk about any of that but i wish you all the luck in all your future endeavors bro you're really honest and true true like honestly you're you're somebody who I believe a lot of people can learn from in terms of the way they carry themselves and in terms of the way they conduct themselves and in terms of the way that you don't you don't have to stop questioning things in order to fit into the culture that we've built today you can adapt you can help or you can you can adapt you can learn you can be willing to change all behaviors but only if it makes sense man but anyway, boy, do and you have to you have to be willing, dog. Yeah, you have to be willing. You have to be willing. That's one thing that can't be compromised. You have to be willing to see things different than you thought that than you already see things. You have to be mm-hmm. to be willing to look through things at a different lens. But do you have anything to say to the listeners? Any any last words? Follow your dreams. Anything like um, that? Um, what what do people with great power comes great responsibility Um, some you know i don't know (laughs) yeah (laughs) look look both ways before you cross the road anything (laughs) (laughs) uh parting words are um 
be be comfortable with discomfort and the rest will take care of itself i like that i like that i i really enjoyed that we we could have a whole other podcast but you'll be back we could That's have a right. whole other podcast <laughs> like that till the next time to all of you listening i didn't even get to do this beforehand i got too excited talking to my guests i appreciate every single one of you who listen and if you're still listening up until this point then i really fuck with you until the next time i bid you adieu i will see you soon i fucked that up i'm gonna redo that until the next time i bid you adieu and i will see you soon